Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. I'm Jonathan. I'm a Christian just like you. I believe that Jesus Christ is King and Lord, that He owns my life, that He is seated at the right hand of God, and so are you and I. We are hidden in Christ Jesus. We will judge the angels. We have the authority to forgive sins on the earth and we look just like our Father God. I want to invite you to understand the message that Jesus preached so that you can bear fruit 30, 60 and 100 times what was sown. We do that by understanding the yeast of the Pharisees and weeding it out of our mind, the yeast of Herod, politics and weeding that out of our thinking. We do it by taking away the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth that choke the seed. Come with me into the kingdom and expand it today. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm Jonathan in Melbourne, Australia, and I'm really excited to be preaching to you, an ambassador of the kingdom of God. Every time I do an episode, I feel the weight of the glory of God on the inside of me. I feel the Holy Spirit nudging me to to preach. And this is not, you know, a sermon. This is not homiletics. It's not exegesis of scripture. This is, you know, a voice crying out in the wilderness, if if you have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches, then then this is because God has brought you to me to listen to this podcast. And what I want to say today is really simple. Uh, by the way, I'm doing a hundred days of communion. Episode number 12, I've just published. It's 12 minutes and 12 seconds. I just realized I didn't plan that that's just totally random you know depending on the number of um you know the, the the length of the songs that I put at the beginning and the end and the pictures and everything um it came to 12 12 and I just realized that after I was uploading it so so God's onto this and now the two things see no one's really listening to this podcast you know that's to be honest I've been doing this once two times three times a week for four or five years now and and I've had you know ups and downs with with listenership but you know what Jesus said is when when the message of the kingdom is is heard that the enemy comes to steal the seed immediately and I believe many people who hear the kingdom message that they lose it Jesus also said to he who has more will be given but to he who doesn't have, even what he has will be taken away. He also said that he's going to reward the steward. He's going to reward the servant who is a good manager. He also said that he's going to prune the branches that bear fruit. He's going to cut off the branches that don't bear fruit. And I really believe that, you know, I have a concept of Jesus Christ as king. And it's revolutionary. He's not, you know, hanging on a cross in a Catholic church. You know, he's seated on the right hand of God in heaven. He's, he's King of kings and he's Lord of lords. 
and he's not coming back as a baby in a manger. And I believe that our culture, our religious Western Christianity has watered down the gospel. 97% of Christians do not know or you know, cannot even really define what the kingdom of God is, what the gospel is. What is the gospel? Oh, Jesus died for my sins and, you know, rose from the dead. And no, that's actually, Jesus didn't say that. He didn't say, he didn't say go into all, you know, the villages and tell them about Jesus. He said go into all of the villages and tell them that the kingdom, the kingdom is at hand and heal the sick, and raise the dead, and show them what the kingdom looks like. I believe we have, you know, a, a really, you know, just look around. Christianity has failed. You know, it's failed to, to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth. I really believe that when we communicate this message of the kingdom, to every tribe and nation and tongue, that Jesus will come back, that he is literally waiting for us. And I believe, and I concur with the late Dr. Miles Munro who said this, he said that he believes that the gospel of the kingdom is to the extent of where it was at around 70 or 80 AD. You know, Thomas went to India and it seems like for the majority of 2,000 years, we've been preaching a, a church gospel, a, a, a Jesus gospel, a forgiveness of sins gospel, a fear of going to hell gospel, and more recently, a prosperity and healing gospel. And all of these things are true in part, but we have not fulfilled the great commission of the communication and demonstration of the kingdom of God. You know, just look at the early church. Look at what the kingdom looks like. Did you know that, for example, the word love is never mentioned in the book of Acts? You know, isn't love what we're meant to be doing? You know, but there were members of the church who were killed by the apostle in the book of Acts. <laughs> or killed by the Holy Spirit, depends how you want to look at it, okay? There was fear in the book of Acts. There was reverence for the leadership in the book of Acts. There wasn't this church growth, church hopping, you know. Anyway, what I'm saying to you today, number one, is that we are coming into a moment in history when there will be great demand for the Word of God. The Word of God hasn't changed. The Word of God is unchained. The Word of God is not chained, Paul said. But unfortunately, Christians and churches have not been desiring or preaching the Word of God. I'm not saying that there aren't some churches who preach the truth and the Bible, and I'm very encouraged by bits and pieces, but there is so much error. There is so much lukewarmness. I thank God that he's shaking the church. Judgment comes first in the church, then in the world. 
And I've said this and people who listen to this podcast know that I've predicted many things. I predict things in terms of business and, and other things as well. Um, <clears throat> but but I'm excited for, two, for, so these are my two points for today and I'm excited about these two things. Number one, so so you're thinking, how can this help me? What, what What's John talking about? Why am I listening to this podcast? What how does this benefit me? Well, people are going to want to know the truth, you know, partly because of what's going on in the world. You know, the light shines in the darkness and, and our light shines ever more brightly in this incredibly dark and deceptive world. And you'll never be able to figure it all out. You know, you can research what's really going on, but you'll never know what's really going on. The more you look, the more you'll find. The more answers, the more questions. But we know what the Bible says is, is going to happen in the last days. And you've got to look at the big picture for us as Christians, as kingdom disciples of Jesus Christ who are expanding the kingdom. The big picture is that we are in a moment between the law and the power. We are in this moment of time, a very, very brief you know, slice in eternity, where, which is called the age of grace. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Now, once you're dead, it's too late. But we're in this moment. Life is a vapor. It's like the, the water that forms on the grass early in the morning and then it's gone in 20 minutes. You know, we're in this moment of time. We're not under the law like David and, and, and those people in the Old Testament. We're not, we're not in the age of power, which is the age that is to come, where we will never die and our bodies will be raised imperishable. That's the age of power. We've tasted of the spirit of the power of, of the age that is yet to come. But we're living in this moment of grace. Now, we are living in the fulfillment of the promise of the Holy Spirit. We are living in the fulfillment of the promise of the Messiah. Jesus Christ has come. It was prophesied. And there are hundreds of scriptures in the Old Testament. But what people don't realize, the second point to frame our time is that we, there are more prophetic words about the second coming of Christ than the first. There are more references in the Old and hundreds in the New Testament about the second coming of Jesus Christ. The coming of the kingdom, the coming of power, the return of Christ, the punishment of his enemies. Even many of the parables that Jesus shared were about the punishment and the reward at his second coming. The, 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 the talents, the, the, the return of the merchant, the return of the traveling, you know, vineyard owner, the return of the king, the settling of accounts. I mean, there are, and, and there are so many scriptures in the Old Testament and New Testament and warnings from Paul and in all of the letters and in the book of Revelation. So what I'm saying to you is we haven't even seen that significant moment in time, the second coming. It, it's almost like, Everything has to do with the second coming. So you've got to, it's not about end time theology. It's about realizing where we are in the moment of time. And, and in that moment of time, the love of many grows cold and there is apostasy in the church and there is a great falling away and there's tribulations and, and it's going to be easy to be deceived. Jesus said that. He said deceptions will come. He said that even the elect 
could be deceived. That that you know, all ten of the virgins fell asleep. Five were wise, five were foolish, but all ten fell asleep. And I really feel that we're coming to those days, those moments when when we're going to see a lot more. I believe that the deception that we saw, the lies in the government and all that with COVID is, was barely scratching the surface of what's coming. You're going to see incredible deception. And what is going to shock you the most is that people are going to believe it. I mean, if you were shocked that they put masks on children when clearly medically for you know for a hundred years now you know or for 40 or 50 years we've known that masks don't do anything you know so if you were shocked at people people's compliance just wait just wait and you know it's going to become a rare thing to not be genetically modified i'm a non-gmo human hallelujah i'm very 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 rare to be a non-GMO human, you know, I'm not on any pharmaceutical medications either. I'm not addicted to pornography. I, I don't gamble. I don't smoke. I don't drink. You know, these are important things to become untangled with the world. Jesus said, the devil has nothing in me. He has no, no hook in me. So, we are living in these days. Number one, we are living in these days where the love of many growing, is growing cold. But what that means is people are going to want to know the truth. They're not going to want fairy tale Christianity, come to church Christianity, invitational Christianity, your best life Christianity, find you know f- prosperity gospel. No, they are going to want to know how do I not die. They're going to want to know, how do I enter the kingdom of God? They're going to want to know the truth. And I've been preaching it for five years. I've been sowing in famine. And I'm going to reap a reward. You know, my book was sown in famine. My podcast, my videos are are, are to an audience that is not yet ready or demanding this sort of entertainment because it's not entertainment it's the truth the truth is the one tablet that everyone wants but nobody can swallow the tr- <laughs> the truth is the one tablet that everyone wants but nobody can swallow so point number 2 is that It's all about the seed of the kingdom. If you have the seed of the kingdom in you, then you will bear fruit. If you have the seed of the kingdom in you, then you are of Christ. You are of the Son of God. If you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, then you are His. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, then you're not His. Now, if you have the Holy Spirit... Either you're following him and obeying him or you're quenching him. If you have the word of God inside of you, then is it producing fruit or are you choking the seed with the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth? And I'm going to tell you a secret. You've got to forsake all. There is no middle ground. Christianity 
can only be lived by a dead person. Christianity can only be lived by a dead person. See, no wonder no one's listening to this podcast. Jesus said, if you want to follow me, you've got to lose your life. You've got to die to yourself. You've got to carry your cross and follow me. If you find your life, you will lose it. If you find your life, you will lose it. Revelation says those who loved not their lives unto death, those who remain until the end and are saved. This Christian life is impossible. There is only one way to live the Christian life, and that is for Jesus Christ to live it through you. You cannot love both God and money. He who loves the world is the enemy of God. You cannot love God and the world. You cannot love the things of the world. If you love the things of the world, then the love of the Father is not in you. When I see the kingdom, I see Paul in chains in prison. But the word of God is not chained. I don't see perfect family Christianity with white polished teeth on stage with perfect, you know, to me, I run from that. That terrifies me. Whitewashed tombs, form of godliness, denying its power. I'm not saying there aren't any big good churches. I'm saying... It's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God and each one of us will stand before him on judgment day and give an account of what we did with what we were given, with what we said. Oh my God, I pray for the fear of God to to come upon me because it's the beginning of wisdom. I'm not asking for my debts paid off, not that I have any. I'm not asking for my needs to be met. I'm asking for mercy. I'm asking for justice. I'm asking for grace. I'm asking for help. Help me to see. Help me to love you. And I pray the same for you. Like I said, number one, the the word of God is, is in a famine. Amos chapter 8 verse 11. I hope this has helped you out, guys. Maybe some of you are listening to this far into the future, you know, years from now when, when, you know, whether it's on the internet or on the cloud or in the metaverse or who knows. But I'd encourage you to, if you have been sparked by this message, if you've been sparked by the seed of the kingdom and you want it to, you want it to enter your heart, you want it to take over and grow and become the biggest tree in the garden, then go back and listen to all of my other episodes. You know, watch my videos. They may seem random, but I'm telling you, God has snuck his kingdom truth in there. He's weaved it in there. You know, many of the gospel, sorry, many of the doctrines of the Bible are not written down. You know, there are letters, there are songs, there are prophecies, and then we have got to glean through the Bible, through many chapters, myriad chapters, myriad verses, myriad letters, and then we form a doctrine, you know, of salvation, a doctrine of water baptism, a doctrine of the Trinity, 
Now, these things are not... There is no book on baptisms. There is no letter on on the Trinity. There is no chapter on church leadership. You know, there are little bits and pieces that are that are scattered through the whole Bible, Old and New Testament. And the Holy Spirit who's scattered those seeds, those revel- He is the one who illuminates them. And I believe that the Holy Spirit has has scattered the the seeds of the kingdom through my podcast, through my book, and those who are called and those who are chosen to be ambassadors, to be rulers, and in the coming kingdom of Jesus Christ, we will have cities and some of us will have nations that we will be in charge of. Okay? There is a great reward. Godliness is great gain. They They will find these these truths and and in my podcast and in in other places as well so go and get them be fruitful and multiply we're we're multiplying jesus christ he's the pattern he's the fruit he's the seed he's the truth he's the way he's the life so if you preach this gospel of the kingdom it should make christians you know what i mean it should if your kingdom if you're sowing the seed of the kingdom, which is the word of God, then then you're going to grow kingdom people. So why don't you figure it out and start to tell people about the kingdom? Don't get distracted by this world. Don't get distracted by religion. The yeast of the Pharisees, oh, the love of money, all of these things. The kingdom is enough. The kingdom is all you need. If you have the kingdom, you don't need anything else. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Jonathan. You've been listening to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. Please share it. Bye for now. Just want to quickly promote my online school. You can do a seven-week course on the Kingdom. It's teachable.com. Just go to kingdomdynamics.com teachable.com. The first two weeks are free. Every episode is about 20 minutes designed to go through with your house church or even better, you can start a church in your home focusing on the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And the content is there. There's seven weeks in the kingdom discipleship journey. Every week has a PDF handout or you can go through it online as a questionnaire, as an individual. And then after After those seven weeks, there's a course on maturity. There's even a kids church program, but I'm warning you, it's not your usual kids church material. It is kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. I hope you find it really useful and just let your friends know that they can bypass the yeast of the Pharisees and bypass the yeast of Herod and get kingdom content for your home, for your church and for your city. I hope you can enroll today. Bye for now.